Rabbi a good morning, a good Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos, Kaidish Parshas. Tazriya Matzaira Tavshin Pe'alif. And this recording is being recorded in the United States of America a little bit earlier because I'm on a schedule of driving and going from place to place and I'm not sure I'm going to be able to have the Kayach to be able to give out the Divrei Torah for the Shabbos, so we're going to try to do it as best as we can under this format. I myself am presently in the United States. Uh, I came, Baruch Hashem, to be Mekayin, the mitzvah of Kibbut Aim, to see my mother after uh, 17 months of not being able to fly, and being Mekayin mitzvah of Kibbut Aim, which is a great mitzvah, and I also was there to see my children in Cleveland, as I mentioned last week. This week, we had Rosh Chodesh Iyar, in the beginning of the week, we went from the month of Nisan to the month of Iyar, and we're moving along in the sphere of Soimer, already holding in the 18th day of the Amechai Oimer. I said over yesterday that I was at a Sudas Hodoya of a couple who were very, very close with. The husband was in a, a tremendous car accident and was miraculously saved, was literally not a scratch, only a small scratch. And there was a Sudosoidoya in Edison, New Jersey, last night, and I was able to participate. And uh, we all expressed that really we all have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for every single moment and every single breath that we take is really Matan of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Chesed HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And uh, <clears throat> the month of Iyar we know is Ani Hashem Refecha HaKadosh Baruch Hu should bring Refuas and Yeshuas for all that need and for Gantz Klal Yisrael. The parsha is a, not an easy parsha. It deals with the Indian of Negoyim, the Indian of Tumah, and um, we know that the Tzaras was a miraculous event, and I saw before brought down in the Rishonim, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, saw that this was really not leprosy as we know it, but this was a miraculous event, and as the Chazal tell us, it took place on the houses, it took places on begadim, on pieces of, of, of leather, and also on man. But it wasn't something that you could go to a hospital to remove it. You couldn't go and get a vaccination for it. The main, the main vaccine was <coughs> was not to speak Lashon Hara. The person spoke Lashon Hara, then it was revealed on him that he was a Mesapra Lashon Hara, and he had to be removed from the community but Yeshev Mechutz Lamachana, he had to go out of the Machana. And that was the Tikkun. The Tikkun was you try to um, separate people from each other, so you yourself should be separated. Uh, Chazal say that the beginning, on the beginning of Parshish Tazria, it speaks about the Isha Ki Tazria, it speaks about Tumas of a, a woman who gives birth. And Rashi comments and it says, Amr Psaloi, Psaloi says, just like the creation of man was after the creation of the entire animal kingdom, as we know, animal kingdom was created on the seventh, on the sixth day of creation, while the the fifth day of creation, while man was excuse me, on the sixth day of creation earlier than man, man was created after the animal kingdom. So just like man was created in the physical sense after the animal kingdom. So just like in the Maise Breshis, it was in such a format, So in the laws of the Torah, 
When we speak about the laws of the animal kingdom, so last week's parasha, we spoke about the animals, which animals are kosher, which animals are not kosher. And then we speak about the laws of the laws of behemoths, of, of, of Adam. So the question is, what's really, the, what's really the Torah telling us by putting man after the animal kingdom? So I saw brought down from the Chassam Seifer. The Chassam Seifer says, there's a tremendous lesson that man was not created for the physical. Man was created for a higher level of living. Man is what's called the Bechir Sheba Bria. He's the chosen of the entire Bria. And man has the ability to either rise up to the highest levels, or unfortunately if he doesn't, then he's less than the animal kingdom. That's why he's, he's, he's second in the physical. In the physical, he's second. Because we know the animal kingdom... <coughs> They're a lot stronger than the uh, than man. <laughs> My son-in-law recently told me in Cleveland he was going for a jog, and in Cleveland there are a lot of deer. In fact, I was there. I saw a deer literally in the streets. That's the way they are. So he saw a deer, and all of a sudden uh, he was running. He was jogging, and he saw this deer. So he said, "Oh, maybe I can run along with the deer." And he says, "In seconds, this deer outpaced him so quickly and so effortlessly." Man has no way of comparing himself physically to the animal. The animal kingdom is a lot superior. The animal kingdom finds food without difficulty. Animal kingdoms do not, the animal the animals don't have to wear clothing in the winter and in the summer. No, HaKadosh Baruch gave them the suit that they needed. We have to go out, we have to buy a suit, we have to buy a tie. If you want to look nice, we have to buy a coat for the winter. If not, we get cold. And we see an interesting thing, that even in death, there's a difference between the animal kingdom and the human kingdom. The animal kingdom, <clears throat> they're uh, only metame after the dead, nevela. And how much are they metame? They're only metame b'maga u b'masa, either if you touch it or if you carry it. Well, Adam, Adam can become tummy even b'chayev, plus the Adam, while he, after a person passes away, there's what's called Tumas oil. The Tumas spreads out. Why is it like that? The answer is because man has the ability to either become great or to become less than the animal kingdom. And we see this in the world today. I'm here in the United States of America, and I have to be honest with you. You know, just to hear about these mass shootings and the, the killings that, are, that go on, and then the effect of the riots and everything else that's happening in the United States of America, which is a scary event, it's been happening for years and years. But see, Adam has the ability either to be the highest level, it's called the Bechir Shavavis, or to be from the lowest of the low, to be lower than the animal kingdom. And they bring down that the Ksav Seifer says that that's Pshat in the Mishnah of us, that the Mishnah says, Kol Anyone that honors the Torah, gufa mechubed alabrius, his body is mechubed alabrius. It's it's respected by brios. Now the simple understanding of brios is, oh, a person that learns Torah and he acts in a fine manner, talmud chacham. If you see the proper talmud chacham, so then people are going to respect him. But if a person is mechalal a person that desecrates the Torah, then he's ain't a mechubed alabrius. The people are not going to to be mechabed. But the Ksav Seifer says it's not talking about the human kingdom. 
So if a person, a human is mechabed the Torah, then the animal kingdom is mechabed him. As we know, the Gemara says that it's not the the nachash that's mamis, not the orid that's mamis, not the snake. It's the it's the poison. It's man. If man acts in a proper fashion, then the animal kingdom is afraid of man, has respect for man. So this is a lesson that we have to uh, learn and we have to inculcate into ourselves that man was created for a better purpose and therefore we come after, in the physical, we come after the animal kingdom. But we can become the Bechirsh of the Tachlis is in order to create the greatest uh, creation, which is man. Man can become great. And uh, we see our Gedolim, our great people, there are people that we can look up to as role models. Well, if we look at the world today and we see the way that human beings unfortunately are acting, and that's the speaking of Lashon Hara and everything else that becomes, we see the animal kingdom. If you see an animal outside and it's relieving itself, you don't ask a question. That's what animals do. But if you see a human being who doesn't put himself into a private place, then you say, what kind of human being is that? That's not proper respect. Because the human being is supposed to be a respectful person. And this is the lesson that one should learn. The nega, we know that negayim is, if you flip it around a little bit, it's the oisius of oinig, of joy. And saras, which is leprosy, if you flip it around, it's the oisius of atzeres, of yantif. And this relates to the two concepts. Where do we find oinig? Oinig is oinig shabbos. That we find that v'karosa l'shabbos oinig. This is the ability that a person has. If a person has a proper attitude, he can turn around the nega. He can turn around the negativity to something which is joyous. And at tzeras, if a person turns around the tzeras and he becomes at tzeras, becomes a yantif, he, he looks for the good things. And what does that mean? That means in this world, if we just take a look at the physical, the, 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 the kedusha is hidden. But if a person looks beneath the beneath the, the, the physical, he sees the or, the or, the light, and that creates the onig. And that's why they say that they bring down a medrash that Reb Meir would see in the word ha'or, with an ayin, he would see the or. He would take the word for or, which is skin, and he would see the or, he would see what's beneath it. He looked, looked for the primius. That's why the Gemara says that Reb Meir was a Talmud of Acher. He was able to remove the klipa and to see the panemius. Acher, we know, ended up being an apikaris, and Reb Meir learned by him because he had great chachmas Torah. Reb Meir was able to see beneath the surface. And this is a lesson for all of us as we uh, take a look at the parsha. We want to know what can we do to, to create within ourselves a world of Kedusha. The Chassam Sofer says that when a person speaks Lashon Hara, he's literally creating a cloud of unfortunate uh, negativity. And that cloud is like a cloud. It seeds into the world. Metaphysically, it seeds water. And the plants that rise up from it are negative clouds. On the other hand, when a person speaks the Torah, a person spreads forth good goodness and, 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 and is speaking good about people, is creating proper clouding and seeding of waters which create peris, 
which are Masuk Midvash. The um, <clears throat> I was able to be at the Suda's Prayer at Suda's Hodoi yesterday, and what did we speak about? We spoke about the fact that when a person has a nest that takes place to him, he's supposed to bring a carbon toda. And the carbon toda has 40 lachamim. It has 40 breads. And the question, why do you need so much bread? The answer is that one has to share the goodness with others. When you see that a Baruch watches over you, you should share it with the tzibur. This is what we want to give a message. The message is, as we get closer to the Shabbos, we should be able to take away the nega to Sidionic, to take away the tzaras, and the Tzidi Atzeres, to be able to take away the Negoyim, which were miraculous in order for a person to do tshuva, and to be able to see the or to see the light that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has created for us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should watch over, and Mirz Hashem, we should be zoicha to, <coughs> to see the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Mirz Hashem will be zoicha to Gula Shleima. I'm recording this very early in the morning, and as you can hear, I have a very, very hoarse throat. But this is an additional part that I felt I could give over before Shabbos. I had a schmooze last night with some near Yaakov alumni who gave a lot of nachas, and I really want to thank the Rabban Islam for that. So the thanking is to be able to say over more divri Torah, more of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah. In the parasha, it speaks about, as we mentioned, the concept of the Goyim, which we alluded to, to the language of the Ramban. Ramban says that Klal Yisrael were the only ones that had this mysterious type of illness which was placed upon them or their houses or their clothing. And the reason is because when a person is more spiritually aligned, so then when he does a chet, when he does a sin, that sin has an even higher effect. This only happened in Eretz Israel. It only happened to Yidin. It didn't happen to non-Jews. But what we see from over here, the Ramban says, is that the power of man in the Bria is so great that man has the ability to change the Hashkocha, that the Hashkocha now will be either aligned or misaligned and HaKadosh Baruch wants to show them that if you don't keep the mitzvahs properly, if we speak Lashon Hara, then we have an effect, and it can cause a terrible, terrible disgrace. The Gemara Chagiga says, the other Marishan was so great, he was created Misofa Olam, Yatsofa, from the beginning of the world until the end of the world. But once he sinned, it says HaKadosh Baruch put his hand upon him, Niach HaKadosh Baruch Hu so what does that tell us? That before the Chet, Adam Arishan had the ability to literally combine the beginning of the earth until the end of the earth. When he became, when he sinned, he became smaller. And now HaKadosh Baruch was Maniach's hand upon him. He did not understand Madrega. But as Reb Chaim Velashen tells us, as brought in another svarim, that that Chazal say, Chazal say that Yonison ben Azil, who was the youngest of all the Talmidim, when he would sit and learn Torah, any bird that would fly over him would be Nisraf. We see how far-reaching a person's actions can have and how, far, how important it is for a person to be careful over his actions. I just heard a Maisa Rav, tremendous Maisa, from Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg, 
the son-in-law of Rav Rudiman Zetzal, and then a hesped that he gave for the great God, my Rebbe, Rav Moshe Feinstein. And he said, that he had an appointment by Rav Moshe in the Lower East Side. He came in time for the appointment. They knocked on the door. The Rebbe Feinstein answered the door. And when she opened the door, she said to him, Rabbi Weinberg, I have to tell you that the Rosh Hashiva is very, very sick. He's uh, not able to meet the appointment, and I just have to apologize. He came all the way to here, but he's just unable to keep the appointment. And he, he accepted it. If he says the Rashiva is sick, he's not going to bother the Rashiva. But all of a sudden, they heard Moshe Feinstein's voice saying, Where is this? Who is that? So they, she said, It's Rabbi Weinberg. She says, Let him come in. So she had no choice. Rav Moshe said for him to come in. He came in and he saw Rav Moshe was laying on the couch and he seemed to be in terrible pain. He seemed to be very, very weak. So he says to the Rosh Hashiva, he said, the Rosh is not feeling well. I don't want to bother the Rosh Hashiva. So Rav Moshe said, I want to tell you why I'm not feeling well. I'm Amish. I never had such an experience in my life. I'm in terrible, terrible uh, distraught and I'm just weak. What happened? He says, What happened? So what happened is, there was a Rav that came, and this Rav, I had to insult him. Why did I have to insult him? Because he gave a Psaq Halacha, and the Psaq Halacha, I felt, was tainted by his personal Nagiyas, by his personal alignment that he had, and it wasn't based upon the truth of the Torah. And therefore I told him, I said, you're a Nagaya, you're you're connected, and you're not really seeing the thing properly. And that was an insult. And the fact that I had a ziddle a yid, a fact that I had to insult another Jew and to make him feel bad, caused me such distress that I literally am without kayach. Rabbi Isai, this is a level of living a life when a person is able to reach that height, that every single action that he has is something which is based upon what the Torah tells us. Rav Moshe had such midas toivis, and when a person has midas toivis, the fact that he has to insult another Jew pains him. That's a madriga that we should try to reach, that we should try to emulate. So in the parshas of Negayim, we should recognize that we ourselves have negias, we ourselves have things which attach us or don't allow us to see the truth, but when we free ourselves from the Negeus, as we mentioned yesterday, the same word for Nega is Einig, then we have the greatest joy. And the, the joy we have is the Einig of Shabbos Kodesh. I want to wish everybody a bracha. It should be Mirz Hashem during these days. It should be to change the Nega to Einig and to recognize Ben Adam Lechavero is the most important thing. As we mentioned yesterday in the Shmuz that we heard from Reb Gershon, that Reb Gershon said, if a person wants to be a tzaddik, he should make sure to honor his parents and not to be mevayish, a friend, and to honor his friend. That's the way, that's the direct for a person to become a tzaddik. Wishing everyone a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Thank you for listening to this Foundation's podcast production. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you and have a wonderful day.